The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Happy New Year's to you, my love. Happy 2023. So let's talk about resolutions. Oh, boy. Are you into resolutions? <laughs> like, do you believe in resolutions? <laughs> do you believe in renewing yourself in the new year, becoming a better you? Why are you going to say it on that voice? Oh, huh? Why are you going to say <laughs> it like that's that? How all, that's how I would imagine <laughs> like self-help people would say yeah. it. I mean, I do. I do think it's good time to reset, re kind of like evaluate certain things, but also... We're old. We are who we are. The patterns are set. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I kind of eye roll at the word resolution because I know resolution and goal. We went from goal setting to resolutions, but ultimately it's kind of generally the same thing. But I like to use the word intention because mm-hmm. I think when you have an intention, to do something it's not like you're trying you're so obsessed with the final result you're just you just have an attention to become better to achieve something that might be out of reach that you might hit or not hit right whether it's a health goal whether it's a financial goal whether it's so if you have an intention to make more money this year, let's say, then you have to start thinking about different ways outside of the box of how you're going to make that happen. And so all of a sudden, the pressure is, how is it going to happen versus it actually happening? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But you are saying that by setting an intention, it will change your behavior. Yes. And that's kind of, I think, the point of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't like the word goals because goals and also resolution, it just feels so goal oriented. Mm. And then it's like, that's your only focus. And But do you mean because it's not goal oriented, there's no flexibility around it? And that's, it just feels too rigid? No, or? because I think when you, when it's goal oriented and your, your focus, the eye on the prize is the goal. So you're not really valuing the process to get to that goal. And I think the most important part is the process, Mm. is a change in behavior, is a change in mindset, which is quite frankly, the hardest part of this whole goal hitting process. And that's why majority of people don't hit their goals or resolutions because they're not enjoying the process. Mm. And the process is what's actually going to eventually get you to your goal. And so I think when you set these intentions to do certain things, then you you just have more of a mindset of, okay, I have to change my behavior and I have to change my mindset. And if it happens that I do reach this goal or target, then that's great. But that wasn't the purpose of all of this. 
Okay. I love that. I love right? that perspective. Yeah. Like, do ex- you apply that to everything or just work stuff? I think so. No, I think everything. Like one example for me is with the kids, right? I think for 2022, it was my first full, full year on my own. Obviously the year before I was also on my own, but I was like, kind of like still figuring out my groove. Last year, 2022, I was just getting used to kind of this whole co-parenting situation and this year I feel very much settled so I I think that one of my intentions this year is to be a much more present parent not in a sense of just being a great parent but also being more involved in their schools and the community does that if my goal was like to be at every community function or school function, that would be literally impossible with kind of with what I do. That's impossible even for or, stay-at-home moms. Or okay, anyone. Let's, yeah. Yeah. So I think, but if my intention is to be a better, more present parent, mm-hmm. then my mindset and my behaviors are more of like, okay, how do I kind of revolve everything around me so I could be do that? and. So I think it's more about the behavior changes. So now it's like, okay, when I do my scheduling with my team, it's like, okay, no, I have this, I don't know, parent association meeting that I really want to try to make. So let's kind of revolve everything around that. And just in case you're not aware, that whole calendar is out for the schools. Yeah. And so you can get it at the top of the year. I mean, I think you get it kind of like at like midsummer. Yeah. And so you can have the school calendar from as you plan your work things and travels and like your campaigns, you can plug in your school calendar first and then like whatever they're doing other things at church or like in the community and then have that because sometimes it's just planning so that you can allocate the time to certain things. Yeah, for sure. And so that, that is actually one of my intentions. One of my biggest, bigger intentions this year is I think the last two years I was really trying to figure out who I am where I belong, what my my new kind of, I guess, reality looks like with my given situation. But now that I'm much more settled in, I feel like I can focus on other things like the community and the schools and being able to give back in that sense. And so that is an intention that I have for 2023 that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. How did you come up with like how, when or where did that click for you? Like you're like, oh, I, maybe I should look into that. Well, I'm I'm pretty close to the chairs of like Chloe's school and you know they always are like oh we're doing this we're doing that but the constant answer is I'm not available I can't do it and there comes to a point where I'm like wait I'm my own boss like yeah. I I can technically rework this obviously it, it, it's a lot harder when everything's already been set yeah. and you don't want to like change things with clients and all of that but the calendar is out in the yeah. beginning of the year and if I'm able to work around that make that a priority you know I, I do want the the community and the school and also my children to really see me being more involved and I think there's a, a huge benefit to that for the kids as well yeah the bigger thing I think this is what I was understanding too because let's be real I mean my parents were not involved in school back no. in my generation I don't know if your parents were no but my parents weren't and so there I think there's a big the big reason why there's so many so much parent volunteering is not to like get chummy with the director of the school and like it, it's I mean there the, so, those are benefits and things that happen, 
But the biggest reason why you want to volunteer at school is because there are many studies that show the best, I don't want to use the best outcome, but a very beneficial outcome to your kid and the student is when they see the parent involved at school and the partnership with the teacher. And I mean, that kind of only happens if you're kind of there, right? Like it's hard, it's hard for it to happen outside of that scenario. So if anything, a lot of the elementary schools provide opportunities for parents to volunteer for that specific reason. They don't need our help. They're kind of probably annoyed at our help. Yeah. But like they understand the benefit for benefit, the child, yeah. for the student to have parents come in and like sit during art class and cut the things together and glue the things together and put it up on the wall and be like, yay. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And like some of it feels really mundane and like, really? Well, like, why can't the teachers do it? The teachers can do it. Yeah, absolutely. But there is a true added benefit when the yeah. parent is involved in that, in the development and, and like the learning of that kid. Yeah. And I, I feel like sometimes we lose that. And so I even lose that sometimes when I'm volunteering too much. I'm like, why am I doing all this? It's like 20 emails a day that I have to get through just for this thing. Yeah. And I get so like caught up in that and get frustrated. But then I'm like, OK, this actually does benefit the kids in certain levels. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I, I think that I'm ready. I think in the past two years, I just didn't have the capacity to be able to to add that onto my list of things, mainly because I just didn't, I was just dealing with so much things personally. Yeah. But now that I have a bit more, I guess, free space in my mind and in my heart, I am able to kind of bring other things in. And another big intention that I have this year which I talked about in a, a previous episode is really giving back to the community. And mm-hmm. I know that you mentioned before that, like, well, you already do so much. Yeah. And I think it's beyond the obvious thing, right? Like beyond the obvious of helping my immediate community of like you, my best friends, my sister, my parents. But one of the biggest things that I learned in the past two years of going through this divorce is that everyone is suffering. Everyone is going through a hard time whether it's divorce, whether it's, you know, a hard time at work. Everyone is going through something at some point in their life. And the amount of DMs and the amount of emails and the messages that I received from just my community and even people that weren't following me before about asking me to help them. And Mm -hmm. I just physically couldn't do that because one, there was way too many of them. But two, I didn't, I wasn't in I didn't have room. I didn't have any space to be able to bring them into my life and to be able to help other people because I was just going through it myself. But now that I've I've kind of come out of this, I, I really want to make an effort to to help those that that are going through a hard time. And I don't know necessarily what that looks like, whether it's, you know, DMing them personally back, which might be a pain because there's so many of them. But like maybe it's having a live chat like once a month, maybe it's being able to do an exclusive newsletter to people that like need, I, I don't know, but I, I want to mm-hmm. reach and target that audience now that that is seeking for help. Because mm-hmm. when I was going through it, I was looking for help. And I did not, there's not many people that, except for maybe like the divorce lawyers or like the divorce, I don't know, like therapist. Or, therapist yeah. And it just seemed a little bit unrelatable. Like I think someone like me, I'm just an, I mean, obviously I have a big social media following, but I'm just a girl. Like no one, like the next girl, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm a lot more relatable than like the divorce oh, lawyer that is yeah. talking about divorce, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so I, I want to make sure that I'm able to give back and kind of pull people, push people forward. Um, I think that would be so helpful. 
Yeah. Just in my world, my immediate world, I would say half of my friends are, are now divorced and yeah. they need the support. Yeah. Yeah. They need just somebody to talk to, somebody that understands them, somebody that won't judge them or make them feel like they're making a mistake or anything like that. Yeah. And so I think that's going to be one of my bigger projects for 2023. But again, just an intention to help the community and and also be more involved in the the community but mm. again intentions not goals yeah. so i think just getting into that mindset right how about you well i do, i kind of like you i think resolutions i did try them when i was younger and i would try to set more defined goals and try to reach them but it was it was very hit and miss and if they weren't realistic and sustainable by february they weren't you know i wasn't doing them for me, honestly, I, I really just want to keep pouring into my immediate family. So like really keep pouring into my children, my husband, his side of the family, and then my sister and her family and her children, my nieces in Korea. So like for me, it just, I don't have, I that's what I want to continue to do is just to pour more into their lives and to see them kind of reach their goals and accomplish the things that they want to do. And I, I just find so much like, I find so much like deepening of a relationship because of that. And I learned that from you, actually. You are, you give, you always pour so much into your family, like your sister and your mom and dad. And I love to see that because those immediate relationships, I think make a huge difference. They need to be loved and grown. And you need to, I feel like I need to spend that time. Sometimes I was taking those relationships almost for granted because they are like, obviously there all the time. Mm. But my nieces are getting bigger now. And yeah. I spent this last summer, not much, but just like a few days touring different college campuses with her. Mm. So having the space for that and like yeah. having to be able to do that when she comes last minute in June and being like, let's go to Pepperdine or whatever and like look at the schools. And then my sister-in-law, who's so great at helping her navigate that and helping her with essays and all that stuff, just to have that availability is important to me. What I'm realizing is that as we get older, like there are less, and I don't want to make it sound like we're unmotivated, but like needs and wants, you know, like mm. it just becomes so much more simplified of like what we actually want in our lives. And it's actually very quite simple. And maybe that's mm -hmm. why we're having a harder time wrapping around our finger, like what these resolutions should look like. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there are probably like just a number, like not even a handful of things that we actually that are important to us, yeah. right? Which are usually just like our community, our relationships relationship. with our, our loved ones. Obviously, I think a really important one that I haven't really touched upon is making sure you're happy and you, yeah. you're feeling good about yourself, which I've talked about in the previous episodes before. And also t having the room to think for yourself and being able to feel good about yourself. And if you have that intention, then you could figure out what it is that makes you feel really good. If that is working out, if that is going out with a girlfriend once a month, if that is taking a trip, I don't know, to, I don't know, a place that really inspires you once a year, like whatever that is, then do it, right? And so I think the if the intention is there, then you'll figure out kind of the actions that you need to take in order to to feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah. to have an intentional year. Yeah. I also think like, truly, like once you've done it all though, what is left yeah and it really to me is just your relationships yeah like once you've seen the whole world and tried every restaurant and bought everything and not that 
like I'm not like I've experienced all of that, but experienced a portion of that. It's kind of like, yeah, I guess you could continue to chase that. But also there's just so much for me, at least so much more understanding and fulfillment in just honing down and like pouring into the lives that you've chosen to to pour into. Yeah. Because, you know, there's like this whole concept that like relationships are always going to be there, but that's just not true. Yeah. You have to kind of, I mean, I, I've learned that I have to work at them and I have to pour into them. And that's like constantly, I think my, my intention, like if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to now? Yeah. And I think to have that awareness has, is something that I want to focus on this year more and more. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that where you put your attention it, it is what is going to thrive eventually, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The minute that you ignore something or that's not important to you or you don't put your time and your heart into it, it's it's probably going to stay stagnant. And if it stays stagnant, most likely it'll die eventually. And nothing is forever. And I think just understanding that, not taking anything for granted. I think, you know, that's the biggest piece for me this year is really not taking anything for granted. Like I'm so, so incredibly grateful for my parents' help this past, these past two years to help me raise the girls and while I co-parent. But I understand that they're getting old, right? And maybe this year or in a year or two, like they're really not going to be able to do that anymore. And just so really valuing everything that you have and appreciating it and not taking anything for granted and, and putting in the time where where is important to you i do think that there is a so for me always january is a bit of a pause month for reflection mm. but maybe not resolution so like for you it was intention and that kind of like made sense to you yeah. but for me it is reflection like how did we spend this last year what worked what do we want more of what do we want less of and i love that for you last year was fun like, yeah. I feel like I could use a little bit more of that. And I was so inspired that that initially I was kind of confused. I was like, what do you mean more fun? You can't have fun. There's so many things to do. But really, you made that your intention last year. Like, you're going to have fun and you're going to explore new things and and experiment things and, and like just get out there and have fun. And I don't feel like we do that enough. Yeah, right? because we do have a long list of things that need to get done. But when I was reflecting a little bit this year, I was like, wow, Chris made her intention last year to have fun. And it's such a it's a little bit of like a left field intention again, because we are focused on other things. And I was very inspired by that. And you did do it. I and did you do did it. do it. Yeah. And you got it. Yeah, you, ex you, you had that I experience. I love that you brought that up because I kind of forgot about that, to be honest. Yeah. Because yes, last year, my intention was to have fun. And I think going back to that episode, I, I actually, I should probably listen to it. It's I, I never got to experience fun. You know, I got married young. I had kids young. I, I built my career at a young age. I started having all these responsibilities at a young age. So once I had this freedom, I was like, I know that I probably will never get this time ever again in my life. So all my one intention is to have fun. I do not know how I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. But my intention is to have fun. And because that was my intention... I found fun wherever I went. Mm -hmm. And that is just like the perfect example of how it works. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to get there. But mm -hmm. if you have that intention and that mindset, you will find it wherever you go. And so, yeah, thank you for reminding me. And I think for me this year, again, my intention is giving back and being of service to other people. Again, I don't know necessarily how that's going to happen, but I'm sure 
the opportunities will pop up as they come and I'll figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, like you said, it's just that mindset. It's that the openness. mindset. Yeah. 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 I love that. Thanks yeah. for the reminder. You're so welcome. That's why I'm here, <laughs> girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. And sometimes it's good to like go back and see like, oh, what was my, what was I thinking last year at this moment? And I, I think, think it could be as simple as that. And I think that when you make a list of like goals and all these things you want to hit, you kind of forget about them along the way. But I think it was easy for me last year because I had one mm. thing that I wanted to it achieve. Clear. It had it was, a point. It was a three-letter word and that was fun, right? Mm. And so I think when you're clear and precise like that, then it's a lot easier to achieve those things. Okay. And out of the things that you tried last year, what was the most fun? Do you have something that really stood out? I mean… I would probably say travel. And I know this sounds silly because I've traveled my whole life ever since I started my career, but I never had fun traveling. I never had a moment where I was like, I want to go see this. I want to go do that. But for the first time ever, I wanted to go explore and I wanted to consume just like culture and experiences and be, be present. And there wasn't one trip where I was like, this was it. This was my year. Okay. But I just kept wanting to discover more. Like okay. I just couldn't get enough. And but there wasn't one place that you kind of had a, a moment of clarity and a moment of just more connection? I would say probably the most memorable and the most, I guess, unique trip that I've had this year or last year was Africa. Because okay. one, I've never been. Mm. And two, you know, when you're that connected with nature, mm. you're, you naturally become super reflective yeah. and you become, and that trip happened towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to really think about what I want to, where I want to be the next year, where I wanted to end the year, how I wanted to end the year. And so I, I would say it was Kenya when I went to Kenya mm. with my sister. It mm. was, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. And I think just, I don't know, just like, I go back to the times that we went out together, which was like not many, but three, <laughs> like the baby to baby gala. I don't yeah. know why. Like we just had so much fun, yeah. uh, just like dancing and we were just laughing. And I, I think it was those moments where I just like couldn't stop laughing. And I was just like, yeah, I love dancing. Yeah. Well, well, dancing like takes you out of your mind, yes. number one. And then you're surrounded by your like favorite people, yeah. like people that love you and like just want to see you happy. Yeah. And then, like you said, the music was really good. And we were just like, it Having was like a nice time. time. Yeah. 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 So that was one of my like, like fun memories too from last year. Yeah. And also my birthday party last year, it was like my kind of, I guess, coming out and... Yeah. I just remember everyone coming to like celebrate me yeah. and it was obviously at like my friend's house and it, it was just like one of the best house parties I've ever been to. Yeah. And everyone was there for me. And that was definitely a moment in time that I, I will remember where I just felt so loved upon. Yeah. And then also with the kids, with the girls last year, I, I feel like I had obviously we were not together like 50% of the time, but I felt like we had some really magical moments together. Yeah, what kind just, of like growth have you seen on the girls? Or Like, like with the girls, you know, we we just spent so much time together at home because we really didn't do anything fancy or anything crazy, yeah. just given their school schedule and given the co-parenting schedule. But I just remember always like being at home with them and just playing like 
we would play these card games every single night and they would just like look forward to it every day. And it's just like those moments where you just wish like you could pause. I, I still give Colette baths. And so like she has the most fun during bath time. And Sophia loved bath time too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I used to like spoon feed her during bath time and she would love that. Like it's... eating in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> like the best. Wow, the luxury. Exactly. I was like, I will be your maid now. And just even like the simple yeah. things of being able to like drive them to school and like we're like listening to Blackpink and we're like singing the songs together. And it's just, it was fun, right? Yeah. It was just those moments. And, and and when I say fun, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be at a club or like I have to be traveling. It's just like fun wherever I'm at, right? Whether I'm with the girls, with my parents, with you know, whoever I'm with. And I think I'm I, very I, offended that I wasn't on that list. Which list? This list right now currently. Oh, well, I had so much fun with you. Oh, okay, you said baby to baby. <laughs> I I did say baby to baby, but also like here. Yeah. It's like podcasting, sitting on this couch or these two chairs, just like chatting and catching yeah. up and, you know, just talking about life and where we stand. And that that was fun to me. I agree. It didn't feel like work at all. Was there a resolution, maybe not even last year, but just in general that you have set and it did help? Like, Because I do think a lot of people set resolutions and I and I think that they have a lot of power if, um, you know, if like the support is there. Yeah. Was there something in your life, like a resolution that you have set for yourself that that you did see come to fruition? Well, OK, besides the fun part, because yeah, we covered the that, fun one, yeah, for me, Last year was all about getting refocused again because I think 2021 I was just coming out of my situation and I was like like a mess. Like I was like everywhere. And so for me, it was really getting strong again in my mind and getting refocused again. And so my intention was never to lose weight or to go to the gym X amount of times or to get a six pack or whatever that is. But my intention was to get strong. My resolution was really to get strong in the mind and also strong physically because I know that those two go hand in hand. At least it does for me. When I feel strong physically, then my mind also follows along and vice versa. And so with that said, I felt like I was the most consistent with my workouts last year. And I was probably the best in the best shape I've ever been because of that reason. And Again, I think when you're so focused on the end results, usually it's sometimes disappointing when you don't reach those. But because I wasn't really focused on that, I was focused on just feeling good again and feeling strong again Mm. in my body and in my mind. I just wanted to work out. Mm. And so I knew that if I worked out, whether it be my Peloton or I went to Barry's boot camp when I could, it's kind of far from me. It's like a 30 minute drive. So it's kind of a commitment. So I would just do berries maybe like once or twice a week if I could. And I just made it a point to like always physically like sweat Mm -hmm. because I knew that that would make me feel really good. And with that, the result was that I got into the best shape. And so it's interesting. I don't don't know if that answered your question. It does. But I I guess my point is like, yes, there is part of the resolution where it's a little bit more like like you can't like do a checklist for it, like, right, like openness, mindset, gratitude and things like that. But then there are things that I, I, that that you can do a checklist. Like, yes, you want to be strong in your body and mind, but then the nitty gritty of that Mm. is I do have to allocate an hour every day to sweat and then having to 
you know, break down your calendar yeah. and that kind of focus yeah. is something that you can put on a list and try to check off. Yeah. But I also am the type of person where I don't want to kill myself to reach something. I mean, I think I was like that before. I was like super hardcore with everything. But, you know, I think the minute that you're like, okay, this is the plan. This is how I'm going to get there. And I think a lot of people are like black and white. It's like either I do it or I don't. But for me, there was a lot of room for flexibility. It's like, I don't want to work out this week because I got my period and I don't feel good. So I'm just, I'm just gonna just like let it go this week. Or I've been traveling all month and I feel like crap and I just want to eat a lot of food this month and I will pick myself back up next month. I know I can do it, you know, and just allowing yourself to be I think it's also very important. And I think not many people feel maybe confident that they can get back to where they were or where they want to be. But I think for me, because now I am confident that I know I could be in my best shape. I know I can reach these certain milestones. So if I need room to breathe, if I need one month to like not work out and just chill, that's totally cool too. And I think it's just like feeling comfortable in your own skin as well. But yeah, I... But I also get, I also get because, you know, three, four years ago when I was building Bumo, you know, my mindset was very, very different. It's like this year I need to fundraise this much money. This year I need to build this. This year I need to do this. And so I was in a different phase in my life Mm -hmm. where I was building. And Mm -hmm. so the person that's listening to this that are maybe just starting off their new business or startup and they have to set certain goals. I'm not I'm not downplaying that. Those are very, very important. I think I'm just in a different mindset now. And yeah, I mean, there there is a power in specific, specific goals, right? Mm-hmm. I think generalized goals are kind of unhealthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not going to get you there. They're not going to get you right. anywhere. So it's, for me, it's like if you're going to set goals, they better be very freaking specific yeah. just so you know exactly what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're on your way you to have a plan. Yeah, you have a plan. I love that you you've done both and you can do both yeah. and you can see the benefits of both. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, it's I don't know. I, I I really love my life right now. I just feel like well, you've put the hard work. Yeah. yeah. So now you have that space to kind of breathe and have that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah, and not saying that, and I, I'm also realizing that. You can still love what you do and you could still build and work hard and be passionate about the things that you're doing, but also still have a life outside of that. And I think for me, before I didn't understand that, it was either it was black and white. It's either I was doing that or nothing at all. Right. And did you put that on yourself or you just look at the founders around you and that's their behavior and patterns? I think I just put it on myself. And I think it's also founder behavior as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, when you're in startup mode, you kind of don't really have the choice. And, you know, granted that I'm very, very blessed to have amazing co-founders that kind of carry the weight of all my companies. And I come in and do the fun things. (laughs) Um, It allows me to 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 enjoy my life a little bit more. But, yeah, I mean, of course, this year I want to achieve many things but I think my intention is my main intention is to be more involved in the community to give back to the community and I think I'll be fulfilled in in that sense so yeah, yeah. and for you it's your family and your yeah. your close ones and I mean you've yeah. always been good about that so I don't really understand like 
how much more you can do of well, that. I'm already perfect, so I don't need I mean, to go through resolution. Perfect list. and judgy. Totally. <laughs> so I'm already there. I have reached my, you know, capacity. No, I just, <laughs> I think I've had these conversations every year and every year I land on. I'm also maybe unlike you and unlike my sister and unlike my mom. I am okay, like not putting a million things on my plate, to be yeah. honest. Like I'm actually okay with that too. But I like that you're normalizing that because I think oh. in today's society, if you're not doing a million things, they call you lazy or they yes. think you're not motivated crazy. or like not ambitious enough. So I, and I, I'm really against that, right? I, I believe that, I mean, I'm like that. Like I like to do a lot of things. That's how I get my kind of adrenaline and like my energy for life is doing a lot of things yeah. but there's also people that get their energy from doing less and being able to really focus and hone in on a few things or a couple of things and that's and I, I think it's just personality yeah. really yeah yeah and that's that's totally okay too yeah I don't think it's that I'm like working less or I'm less ambitious it's just that the things I happen to care about are not like business things things yeah you know what I mean yeah and except so for this podcast except for this right? podcast that's an actual <laughs> job job so yeah but like even yeah it's just I don't know why I function that way to be honest because it's not like I don't have the opportunities and things like that it's just like I'm always like but like why would I do that yeah <laughs> like why would I spend my time doing that and that's also a great thing I Isn't think it? yes and I, I'm actually learning a lot from you as well is ask why yes. like <laughs> Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why am I going to this? Why am I? Why do I feel obligated to do this when I don't have to do it? Yeah. You know, whether it be for work or personal reasons yeah. or even for your kids. Honestly, like I try to like prove to everyone that I'm a sporty mom. But like sometimes I want to go to the soccer practice thing. <laughs> I don't want to watch them kick the ball around. And I don't anymore. Yeah. And, and it's not because like I have to go do some other thing. I'm just going to be at home for a little bit. Yeah. And and it took me a minute to like be there too. Be yeah. like, oh, but all the good moms are like at every sporty thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go to every sporty thing. But then I'm like, but why? Wow. Why? Why do I have to do this? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's for you on the personal side and like, which is great because that's what you do as a full-time mom. For me on the business side, I'm asking myself a lot of these questions as well. Yeah. Of like, why am I going to Fashion Week again? <laughs> I've been doing this for like the 15th year. Why? Okay. Yes, I understand. Someone's going to write me a big paycheck to go. But besides that, why am I here for 10 days? Why? <laughs> like, can I just do that one thing and then go home? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never asked those questions before. One, because I had a bit of FOMO and I wanted to make sure that like I was there for things that may happen. But now I'm like, I don't need to do that. Uh -huh. You know, I don't need that. But it's also because you have done it, right? And mm -hmm. so you have kind of checked it off your list, yeah. obviously. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's like, doesn't it feel good to be in a place like it this? It does. Yeah. It really does. And when you feel like you can make those decisions and not feel guilty about it, I feel like you've arrived. You're just like, this is me. I do not care about what other people think. This yeah. makes me feel good. And I yeah. feel like I'm making this decision for myself and for my family. And that's all that matters. And and just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm learning that after like 13 years of doing this work that I'm in, yeah. 
is that I mean I'm obviously kind of shifting gears from like parenting but like my work it's like Fendi, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Givenchy, like every single brand you could think of they're just like inviting me to everything which is such an honor right and I work so hard to get to this place yeah. where I am invited I have a yeah. I have a seat at the table and now I'm like I don't want to go <laughs> Yeah. And so that also feels good, knowing that. Yeah, knowing that you are invited and you can say no. Yes, so still invite, of. please, <laughs> but I'll say no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but you yeah. have worked very hard for yeah. to be in the place that you are. And same thing with you. It's like yeah. you you've worked hard to uh, know in your heart that you are a good parent, a good mom, and. And that you don't have to be at every single game and you feel confident about that. And that's great. I think a lot, there's a lot of insecurities with moms, especially being like, if I, if I miss this one game or this one practice, then. I think it just comes with time. Yeah. I think that when you're a young mom, you want to be in all the things, feel obligated, feel FOMO. And as you get older, you also realize, especially with the sporty thing, it's actually their thing. Yeah. It's, it's, they want to be there. They yeah. want to be at all the practices and games. And it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But I don't need to be there all the time for every little thing exactly. either. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So bravo to us. Amazing. Cheers I to told us. you we were perfect. I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> no, it's good to reflect though. I do love to take a pause and think about things. Yeah. And I think we all should, listeners should too, because it does set, it does set the tone for the year. Mm. Yeah. Well, happy 2023, guys. We wish all of you guys the most amazing and intentional year that you've ever had. Please share with us kind of what you guys are working on. We'd love to hear from you. And also what you guys would want to hear from us on this pod this year. I think this is our full second year going into this together. Yeah. I think it's my third year going into this. Mm. It's kind of crazy. But yeah, we want to switch things up and, you know, do some things differently around here and we would love to hear what that would look like for you guys and what you guys want to see more of. All right. Love you guys and happy new year. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumobrain on Instagram. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.